The Sports Gaming Podcast Network and the Inside Vegas Podcast is brought to you by MyBookie. MyBookie.ag is the official online sportsbook of the Inside Vegas Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Don't miss out on the best week to bet sports of the year. Log on to MyBookie right now and enter promo code SGP50 and get 50% deposit bonus today. That's promo code SGP50. Play, win, and get paid. We're also brought to you by Oddshark. Get free picks from a supercomputer and expert writing staff, as well as data-driven editorial content that you cannot and will not find anywhere else. Give them a follow on Twitter, at Oddshark, and check them out at oddshark.com. Welcome into the Inside Vegas podcast. Today is Friday, December 7th. Christmas will be here before you guys know it. Hope that you are enjoying the look ahead to the almost a week off with NCAA, the famous Navy versus Army game upcoming. I have some nice trends for you guys on that one. This episode, Red Solo, we're going to be taking a look at the year that was in NCAA football. Um, kind of some trends to look at maybe for bowl season for next year. Uh, some of the best ATS and worst ATS uh, teams, win totals, all that type of good stuff uh, for a rewind into the year that was with NCAA football. We're going to be looking ahead to the Army-Navy game. Of course, that's probably where we're going to go with our best bet. Uh, we head to the look ahead to the week of the NFL upcoming uh, in the first look ahead to bowl of course, we'll have the Inside Vegas Bowl Bonanza on here for somebody who really just uh, bets bowl season, their specialty. So I hope you guys will enjoy that. So let's take a look into the year that was when it comes to NCAA football. Um, to start off, I mean, I guess we should probably start off with the most obvious one and, and kind of talk about Alabama for a little bit. Everyone's, you know... Uh, kind of polarizing team when you really look at it some people say you know they haven't beat anybody what have they done well when you look at this i mean i think the secret's kind of out on alabama first half being pretty much the most profitable bet uh, in college football knowing that you know two is going to be in there for the first you know first and second for basically for the first half uh and then everyone going to be pulled alabama finished the year eight and five ats full game uh, but when you really really look at this uh again i've always been somebody that when i buy a future uh, the only reason i really buy it preseason is because of the market uh, shortening. Teams like Clemson, teams like Alabama, teams like the New England Patriots, uh, whatever the case may be, when it's really good, you know, Lake, um, Lakers back in the day for sure, but the Warriors, Cavs with LeBron, all that type of stuff. And when you look at this, I mean, Alabama was priced at a plus 225 uh, to start the year. Um, again, if you learn nothing else from this podcast and kind of reading my work over the years, you have to buy teams that are going to be good preseason. And people say, oh, you know, that's so short. There's no value in a plus 225, uh, a plus 210. You know, there's no value in, you know, LeBron was priced to win the East at minus 110 for years. And I will never, never get it. I mean, again, New England has gone to seven straight AFC championship games, yet are available, I believe, plus 300, plus 600 uh, in the Super Bowl and AFC markets. So you really have to take a look at, you know, again, I've always said this, is there, is it more ego or are you in it to make money? To me, you have to buy these teams that the market is going to shorten. And I'm not going to sit here and tell you I had Alabama pegged as this juggernaut, uh, undefeated team. The point is, is, even with a loss, Alabama was going to be there in the end, much like a Clemson. Uh, Clemson was available plus 475. Uh, Notre Dame was available at, I believe, like 30, 40 to 1. Um, absolutely huge and the same. I mean, uh, Oklahoma is still available at, I believe, 20 to 1 in some shops to win it. Um, so those are the four playoff teams. Let's take a look at some of the best and the worst teams uh, from a weekly perspective against the spread when it comes to college football this year. Big surprise here. Uh, a team that a lot of professionals uh, were really down on, uh, thinking this was going to be kind of his worst team in a while, but he, 
God bless him. He made it work and was a win away from really contending for, you know, maybe a playoff spot. Washington State comes in with the crown at 10 and 2. Mike Leach, unbelievable job there with the talent he has, uh, the king in your ATS community in Washington State. After that, uh, maybe some that maybe not so such high profile. Florida International, nine and two. Georgia Southern, nine and three. Central Florida, nine and three. Utah State, I do want to talk about them at nine and three ATS. Uh, a team total over a dream all year. Absolute money train. They basically run the air raid offense, uh, but they run it in a division that doesn't really know how to cover it. So the mini air raid has been a really fun team to watch. Really excited to get watch them get to a bowl game uh, and really had a chance to win the Mountain Must enough for Boise and Fresno this year. So one game away again for a team definitely on the rise. Uh, Troy eight and three, Syracuse eight and three, uh, Louisiana Lafayette nine and four, Fresno another great surprise of a year nine and four, UAB gotta love them getting their program back and really getting off on the right foot. UAB again nine and four, all these teams nine and four uh, in Buffalo, Virginia eight and four another surprise team. Uh, little brother a little bit still 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 lost to Virginia Tech which I think really crushes them uh, despite the fact they're gonna make a bowl game and everything like that. When we look down at this, um, I want to really pinpoint a couple of them that I think maybe. Probably some of the biggest surprises of the year. West Virginia, six, three, and two. Will Greer, um, probably at the end of the day, uh, uh, Todd um, Todd McShay has released his big boarding. Will Greer, I believe, is number seven on there. Um, For everyone that wanted to talk about how this was the year of the quarterback when it comes to the draft, um, Dwayne Haskins is number two on there. The kid from Duke is number three. I don't know if this is really the draft class. Um, Justin Herbert out of Oregon was another one that maybe professionals um, and draft insiders, quote unquote, uh, really thought it was going to be here. Um, but we can get into that in a little bit. Well, I just really wanted to touch on Will Greer because uh, uh, an amazing year. Again, Georgia and Alabama, eight and five. Notre Dame, six, four and two. Um, and all this stuff is to say, you know, kind of how are they provide, you know, how are they performing against market? Um, and so some of these, you know, you're never going to, you know, Washington State at 10 and two is always going to be an anomaly. Most of these are going to be slightly above or below 500, but Clemson at seven and six, a little bit overvalued in some spots for sure. Um, let's get to kind of the worst of the worst here. I'm not going to go through everyone, but just ones that really, provide some some talking points here i think um big time louisville one and 11 as a blind fade in ncaa football look patrick pass was uh, i think that he really he he was someone that you really wanted to root for um in that he waited his turn he didn't transfer he had an opportunity to transfer uh transfer when lamar jackson was there um and he did nothing with the opportunity there's no other way really to say it louisville one and 11 just an abysmal season there yukon um Another blind auto fade two nine and one against the number, and then let's get to over to some good teams. Wisconsin three and nine, Mississippi three and nine, San Diego State three and nine, Washington four and nine, USC freshman quarterback four and eight. Um, I wanted to bring up one that I thought was really kind of telling. Uh, Florida State as well four and eight, really showed some fireworks late. But they just they were kind of doomed from the start, and maybe Francois was never going to be the quarterback that people somewhat thought that he would be. Uh, but at the end of the day, um, certainly, certainly expected a little bit more out of them. Texas at five and seven again, going through some of the uh, sub five hundred teams. Oklahoma five seven and one. Georgia Tech five and seven. All teams that maybe had some some big expectations, but just did not perform this market. So again, give you some of, of the best of the best. Washington State, 10 and two. Florida International, Georgia Southern, nine and two. Central Florida, Utah State, Troy, Syracuse, nine and three. Uh, and then we'll go down to basically the 500 ones because I think that Nevada, six and six. Duke, six and six. Iowa State, six and six. Houston, six and six. LSU, UNLV, La Tech, Michigan, Maryland, Oklahoma State, NC State, and Toledo all finished the year exactly at 500 
at a six and six record. One team that I did want to touch on here uh, is Nebraska. And yes, I was uh, very stout and going over, are going under their season win total. They're, they really turned the corner almost a little bit. Um, like I said, we're talking about teams to look up for next year. UCLA with Chip Kelly and uh, J- uh, Scott Frost with Nebraska. Two teams I really want to highlight here because they, you know, college football is all about recruiting. You have to get guys or kids rather uh, that fit your scheme. And so first year head coaches that come in with that name value who do not have the type of kids that they need to fit their scheme are always going to be a little bit overvalued year one. And you saw that in spades with Nebraska this year. Um, but I think they won, what is it? Three, three out of the last four. Um, they almost didn't have a conference win. They, they really did. They turned a corner and I'm so, so excited for them next year. I think next year is where you go over their season and win total. Uh, same thing with UCLA. I mean, you saw what happens when Chip Kelly doesn't have pieces in place to fit his system in the national football league. I mean, he was trying to run an RPO with, I believe it was Sam Bradford. Um, I, I mean, when you don't have the type of, of kids and talent who run your stuff, you're going to, there's going to be growing pains. Uh, and you saw that in spades. So it's definitely something to look out for next year. If you see, you know, a, a name value coach coming into uh, college football, that first year uh, is usually a pretty good fade to go under the season win total. And again, saw it in spades coming with Nebraska and UCLA, uh, both who did not sniff their season win total. If you couldn't get the Nebraska one uh, because of the rain out uh, game that was canceled, um, that's that's an absolutely brutal beat the same thing i believe happened with cal uh for anyone that's in vegas that wants to make sure that does not happen to them the south point will honor all tickets uh despite whatever happens if there's canceled games it seems like there's always a couple of those um two years ago was south florida with quentin flowers uh that did not come into cash which was absolutely brutal as well but um, when we look at this landscape of the college football playoff or invitational, as as our friend Colby would say, um, as it stands right now, Nevada minus two twenty five favorite, Clemson plus three hundred, Notre Dame sitting at uh, fourteen to one, and Oklahoma again, I believe, sitting right around twenty to one, twenty five to one at some current offshore shops, and twenty to one at mybookie.ag. Um, again, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I have the blueprint to this. I think this is Alabama and Clemson, and it's everyone else. Um, I will say though, um, when we look at when we break down these, these four matchups or these two matchups, four teams, I tweeted this out, and I really believe it. if Nick Saban was truthful and uh, kind of who scares him the most, I think to me there is no doubt that it's Alabama. Um, I think the square take on that is to say, you know, well, obviously because um, traditionally mobile quarterbacks have always been the ones to beat Alabama. Um, Kyler Murray, obviously a mobile quarterback. I um, mean, and speaking of that, what a decision that kid has to make. Um, eligible for the 2019 draft if he wants to declare. However, he has $8 million um, sitting there from the Oakland A's as a first round draft pick. Um, so, and he's been basically um, mocked out to be a first round draft pick if he decides to go there. Probably should talk to Jeff Samarja and see kind of what he, uh, you know, what if he feels he made the right decision. People forget Jeff Samarja, pitcher for, he's been everywhere now, I believe he's on the Giants. Um, was a first round grade as well, wide receiver out of Notre Dame, chose to go with baseball and, and took that guaranteed money. So, um, maybe there's there's a opportunity for him to kind of break down that mold uh, if he can, you know, maybe play both, go the Deion Sanders road, but. At the end of the day, I really think that Oklahoma presents the biggest challenge for, or I'm sorry, Oklahoma produced, uh, makes one of the biggest challenges for Alabama just because of they can score on anyone as we've seen. And yes, I know that defense is atrocious. I know they allowed 40 to Kansas. Um, their defense is not going to stop anyone. The over probably is the best play there. Um, Alabama team total over, first half team total over, game over. I just think that 
there's a narrative that maybe Oklahoma, you know, this may be a team to score for or team to score last wins type of scenario. And, you know, Oklahoma is not going to let up, you know, this was how good are they going to ever stop West Virginia? Uh, and they did, you know, got enough stops as he, as they needed to. So I, I know Alabama leaps and bounds above West Virginia when it comes to talent level and, and all that, but with the two quarterbacks going back and forth there at Alabama, I just uh, I think this game could be a little bit closer than maybe people uh, think of. Um, much like the Georgia game was again, needing Jalen Hurts to come in there and really save the season uh, for Tua and Bama. I, I, they probably do get in um, with a one loss. You know, no matter what people want to say, Alabama, if they had lost that SEC championship game, probably still gets in with one loss at the end of the day. But neither here nor there. Ohio State want to touch on as well. Obviously, the big news: Urban Meyer <laughs> amid health concerns again off rides off into the sunset um the script is kind of rinse and repeat with urban meyer when you really look at his career trajectory right it is big name program enter win a national championship health scare retire rinse and repeat uh didn't get the job done at ohio state had all the talent in the world uh so it's it's a little bit on him here this season for for urban meyer was mirrored in controversy obviously being suspended by his own team not the ncaa uh, I just I don't think Urban Meyer is done. I think that he's he's still very much young, despite the the cyst on his brain or or whatever they want to call it. Urban Meyer will be back in in coaching uh, when it comes to NCAA football again. I really believe it. So Oklahoma about a fourteen point favorite as it, or fourteen point underdog to Alabama as it sits in the market now. And then we go over to Clemson and Notre Dame, two teams was very high on um ian book has made all the difference in the world for notre dame and i really want to give a special not that he's out there listening but a, a shout out to phil Steele. and if you're not using phil Steele in your handicapping at least at the beginning of the season uh this is why notre dame number one surprise team in phil Steele's rankings uh was pretty much you know one of the reasons i went over on this season went total at nine and took some of them to win the national championship that i've if you've seen me tweet this out sold a couple of these on prop swap at 25 to one uh prior to the stanford game uh, Phil Steele right on the money with this team as he usually is. Uh, and again, Ian book has made all the difference. Clemson returns in or comes in with freshman quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. And there's two things uh, I want to take away. One is to look towards next year. Trevor Lawrence is going to win the Heisman at some point while he is at Clemson. What he is doing as a true freshman is, is nothing you know, short of, of miraculous. And that's not to say that he can't get it done. The moment will be too big for him. We've seen it time and time again, um, Alabama win championships as freshman. It can be done. Um, and so if, you know, if there is anything, um, you know, knocks on his game, it, they're all because he is young and he's yet to really, really develop. And I really feel that he is going to win a Heisman just, you know, before coming out of Clemson, assuming he's going to come out as a junior for the NFL next year or the year after that. Um, Trevor Lawrence definitely going to be getting, I'm sure he'll be, you know, a favorite and shock and everything else. Definitely going to be getting a ticket from me while he's at plus money. If nothing else to sell to a company like PropSwap because the kid can absolutely ball. And what I wanted to talk about with the um, quarterback big boards here right now, again, this is Mayock, Herbstreet, all those type of guys. Justin Herbert, um, one, Will Greer, two, Daniel Jones, three, Dwayne Haskins, four, Ohio State, Drew Locke, Missouri, um, Ole Miss, Jordan Tamu, Tyreek Jackson, Buffalo, um, and the kid from Washington, I believe was the other one, uh, Hunter, Hunter. Oh God, I can't find him right now. I'm sorry. Um, so basically again, what I mean by this is there's not, uh, there's not a surefire franchise saving quarterback in this draft. And when you really look at it, um, 
little bit disappointing. I think when you look at a, a guy like Trace McSorley, who maybe looks more of the Christian Hackenberg uh, mold than maybe the you know savior that they thought. Gardner Minshaw from Washington State was who I was talking about before that. Excuse me. Uh, and KJ Costello from Stanford right below him. Brian Lewicki and Jarrett Stidham finishing it out. And I just if you had to bank, you know, if you're a Giants fan or, or a frequent Giants backer and you have to stake your franchise um, on one of those quarterbacks, I don't know how excited I would be outside of Greer. And there's some ranking systems that have Greer as, you know, with the gunslinger at, you know, sixth, seventh, eighth ranked quarterback in this draft class, some as high as, you know, three, four. The point I'm trying to make is, you know, what a difference a year makes. Um, Herbert was kind of the consensus one guy falling out a little bit. I mean, again, when you look at these guys that are going to be, you know, end of the first two, two, three, four round picks. Daniel Jones out of Duke, no thanks. Dwayne Haskins, no thanks. Drew Locke, I'm just not sold on any of them. Um, so you can hope to hit, you know, hit gold with Jared Stidham, DeAndre Francois, Costello, Gardner Minshaw. And we see this time and time again, and everyone wants to get hung up on the one that did work in Garoppolo. Uh, yeah, for every Garoppolo, there's a ton of Kyle Lattas out there. So just temper expectations, and it's going to be a process. If, if you're a team that takes one of these guys for sure, um again the, uh and as it sits in the market right now clemson 13 point favorite over notre dame in a game again i think both of these games that are going to be very very much uh closer than i think these spreads are both a little big and i understand the name value on alabama um and i think that people look at notre dame and say they haven't played anyone is a little bit of fool's gold there while clemson well they'll battle tested for sure um and we know what Dabo sweeney has done hunter renfro who's a fifth year senior right now graduate or grad student so they have the pieces. It's it's if the quarterback can go there. Um, and Kelly Bryant going to be essentially a free agent coming into play next year, somewhere. Um, but it was it was a, a a great NCAA football season. Um, entertainment wise, from a betting perspective. Um, if you guys are are somewhat you know are listening out there, you're somewhat new to it. Uh, I think that you know I used to hate. Truth be told, I used to hate. Uh, college. I used to hate college football. I used to love the NFL. I couldn't stand the messiness, how unclear, how unclean the game was. It was not smooth. There was no rhythm to it. Um, and those same things have really kind of you know brought me back into it. It's it's a lot more pure of a game. And, and despite the rules, and you know people are going to tell you that um, amateur athletics will never be as good as professional. And I understand that. You know, but watching a Mac game on a Tuesday night is, is something, uh, somewhat special um, when you look at, despite how bad they are. Um, but when we look at this, I just want to break down kind of the, uh, separate divisions when it comes to, uh, college football, the bears noticing some, some really cool stuff out there. I mean, in the ACC Clemson, uh, was the definite chalk favorite there. Eight, and know, Syracuse number two in the Atlantic Pittsburgh and Georgia tech, obviously Clemson over pit, uh, big when it came to the ACC championship game. Um, when it comes to the big 12, uh, you know, this is definitely something that is controversial in the style of play that the big 12 has Oklahoma, Texas, Iowa state, West Virginia, TCU, all the way down to Kansas, um, overs for days. And it doesn't really matter how I wrote this up of how you should really be taking advantage of these because two drives in the live total is being set at, you know, in the hundreds. And it just makes, you know, when you set a total at 70 and, and everything tells you, you want to go under, um, you, you got to go over here until they start setting these totals where they did at the end of this year. And really towards the end of every single season for the big 12, big 10, I mean, Ohio state, Michigan, my God. Um, I would venture to say that, Everything good Michigan did this season was unraveled in one game. Again, I know they went eight and one in conference play, ten and two overall. Shea Patterson was supposed to be the answer. Michigan was a a road favorite uh, in the shoe and could not get it done. Um, absolutely brutal. At the end of the day, 
Urban Meyer cash tickets, whether you hate him or love him, um, that underdog spot was, you know, Urban Meyer as an underdog in his career has pretty much been the best bet in college football. And I tweeted this out. He was something like 59% against the spread. Um, yeah, a 123 and 89, 58% against the spread is just absolutely insane. Had no problem running it up on guys and came through as an underdog at, I believe, over an 80% clip. So absolutely unreal job there for Urban Meyer as he rides off into the sunset. And of course, into the West, uh, Northwestern, best, best Wisconsin, 8-1 to 5-4 in conference play, 8-5 and five to 7-5. And, and what a down year for Wisconsin coming off of, you know, maybe proving people right that they were really fool's gold last year and that they did not beat anybody. Um now as a believer in this team to at least get to the, the conference championship game again. Let's head over the AC, or to the SEC, of course, Alabama, 13-0, uh, the undefeated season in tech. Best Georgia, Georgia 11-2, 7-1 in conference play. Some some surprises in here. Kentucky, uh, their season really came to a, a screeching halt. Uh, but, at, but before that, they really showed some they really showed some get up this season and Benny Snell is going to be an NFL running back. Florida kind of always does what they do at nine and three, five and three in conference play. Uh, and in the West, A&M, 8-4, and 5-3 and and in conference play, and LSU, 9-3, uh, um, looking pretty stupid holding an LSU under 6.5 tickets, or wins tickets um, on the year. But they really came through for, for Coach O and just could not uh, hang with Alabama from an offensive, uh, offensive standpoint. But all in all, really great college football season, ton of stuff to look forward to next year. Again, touched on a couple season win totals that I believe will be, you know, maybe undervalued because of what they did this year in UCLA and Nebraska uh, and some Heisman contender again with Trevor Lawrence there. Um, Ian Buck, I believe is coming back as well. So another Heisman contender for sure Tua always, you know, in the running, um, you know, it's what it's funny. I, I wanted to kind of put this out. I probably will put this out as a question. Um, you know, there's not many people I, again, I know he's so, so young, but there's not many people kind of comparing him to, you know, extrapolating him out into what he will be at the next level in the NFL. And, you know, when you have these type of quarterbacks that are college system guys, um, the one for Ohio state, JT Barrett comes to mind. Braxton Miller actually moved to wide receiver, but, um, I'm interested to see what a lot of scouts have to say about Tua. I haven't really, you know, dug into this yet, if it's more system stuff or if people really think that he could be an NFL quarterback at the next level, the kid can, can absolutely throw it. But, um, we've seen time and time again, the T-balls of the world and the gimmick, you know, quarterbacks, the big 10 guys, uh, really, or I'm sorry, big 12 really, really struggle at the next level, but that will kind of conclude the college football rewind on the year that was and as always we are brought to you by my bookie my is the official online sports book of the sports gaming podcast network in the inside vegas podcast enter promo code sgp50 and get a 50 percent deposit bonus up to three thousand dollars that is promo code sgp50 So maybe I shouldn't be sharing this, but you have to check out Kohl's. The athleisure styles we've all been living in, they're on sale. I saved on a champion sweatshirt for my daughter, got an $11.99 Vans tee for my son, and picked up Adidas sneakers for my husband. Plus, I got 20% off and Kohl's cash. So I'm totally going back for those Sonoma jeans. You know, for when I actually want to wear jeans again. Select styles, 20% offer ends March 21st. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. 
It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter, and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.